know they're not selling Corona beer on our cruise? Because of the coronavirus? I don't know if it's because of that, but like in the month of January, Holland America said that they were going to stop selling Coronas and start selling Dos Equis. Oh, really? And then like two days later, the coronavirus was like... That sucks, man. I, I, preferred, <laughs> I preferred Dos Equis, but uh, yeah, that's weird. So yeah, Maybe they knew. Maybe they knew. This is a... The inside scoop, I tell you. Let's do a little classic uh, stack pack uh, catch em up catch him up and maybe we'll this will be like a bonus they're like a little extra episode before the we bonus started. jonas you almost yeah. got me excited i thought you were gonna say boner i might have a tour i find out monday Ooh. <sighs> do you know who the artist is uh rumor is it's the weekend oh dude if you could get me to see the weekend oh i'd cream my pants remember we saw him in south by yeah the weekend's gonna be here. I was weekend. wasted, and I was watching the him by be myself there in six hours. Well, I was standing by myself. Maybe you guys were watching, but you guys were. Remember that was the party where I I said I told uh, I I said that Jared Leto looks short. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg was there. I do, and that was also the party where we went because we heard um, free beer. They were selling free, or they weren't selling. They were giving away. Fireman's four, and yeah, as soon as we got four. there, I ordered. I was like, "Give me a fireman's four, please!" And they charged me four dollars. And immediately, you guys all went downstairs because that was where the free ones were, and I paid. I think <laughs> actually, no, no. I, I think I think I was with you. A couple, Loser. a couple of us paid for our first one, and they were like, "They're free downstairs." And we we're like, "Why did you tell us that now?" <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to make our sale first. They wanted that money. I'll never uh, South by is so great, and then I remember the time that you ordered Dos Equis and you you pointed. You're like, let me have Dos Equis, and they gave you two. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I think we talked about that on the show. That's funny. That was when we saw um, Ghostland Observatory. Who are those rappers? With I've a little bit of gold in the pager. Uh, With a little bit dude, of gold. gold Mike pager. Jones? <laughs> no, it's not. I don't Mike even Jones. know. Oh yeah, let's talk about some El Paso. Texas true crime some, here. Um, some El, Te- El Paso chisme. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a student at America's high school was stabbed, and the assailant that stabbed the dude went to his apartment and then got on Instagram live. His apartment. He went to his mom's house. His mom's house. Yeah. <laughs> he got on Instagram live. Let's be, let's be honest. He went to his mom's house. I like how I like how we're calling them Edgars now. Dude, that's literally what every well, comment was well, from all the like no, Gen was, Y kids. It was like okay, so he's on. I'll send you. It was on stupid that stupid fucking Fit Fam thing that's in El Paso. All the fucking, oh, I know, terrible shit that goes on in El Paso. Eli, but, um, he's like, I stabbed that. I stabbed that inward. They're all saying they're throwing around the. They're throwing around inward. Not a hard ER, but still like they're both Mexican. They're both Hispanic. Yeah. Neither of them are black. He's like, I, st- I stabbed Evan. Yo, I stabbed Evan. Yo. And then there's another video like where somebody, uh, they were all like posting videos of his live story. And he's just like, <laughs> he's all, man, I stabbed, I just stabbed him. Like, you ain't going to do shit to me. And it's just like, and then he's like, yo, the cops are outside my house, dude. I just stabbed this inward Evan. It's fucking, dude. it makes and me so like embarrassed live, to be from El Paso. Like live, live tweeting the entire event. Like, yeah. Basically. On FitFam, some people would be like, snitch fam, people, you guys are snitching. It's like, this kid was on Instagram live after he stabbed somebody. <laughs> the, the other kid is fine. He, he also posted a picture of him flipping off the camera. 
And they're like, Evans, he's all right. He's recovering. <laughs> oh, one of the and, and he had the same haircut. He had the same Edgar haircut. <laughs> and, and there's a little, there's him like fucking flipping off the camera. And it's like, and he's, he's laying in a hospital bed, like flipping off the camera. For those oh, who God. are not familiar with what FitFam is, FitFam, so in El Paso, it's a, it's a, it's a fairly small town, but it's kind of big. And we have an Instagram dedicated to the, like the, the shady, the hot, like the hot gossip. Yeah. Just like <laughs> the trash, the trashy of the trashy, but you the know, what's funny is the trashiest of El Paso. Fit fam, didn't fit fam start as like a, like a health Instagram. And all of a sudden I, they just started posting funny in the El Paso. It was a little bit of a, a little bit of B. They, didn't they sell like, like, Healthy it, it meals and it, no, yeah, yeah, like no, meal no. It stuff. started out with like Herbal Life and then like meal plan advertisements, but at the same time they would always post like you know like typical the, El Paso memes, well, like you know it's an El Paso stuff. thing of like you know people want like one of the first early ones was like a dude like sleeping on on like his bed holding a chancla and then like a kid like laying on the bed like looking like oh fuck like if i fuck up you, i'm gonna get the shit beaten out of me with what do you this call that like el paso folklore like what do you call it <laughs> <laughs> there should be there should be some sort of meme about how everybody Amiga says la chancla how, 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 how everybody says like oh i'll be there right now oh, like right so now right, right now, now or like later later hey, i'll see you right now but right <laughs> no now mom is full no sorry. no but right now could mean like one minute from now to like two hours from now. Yeah, like or in a they, little they while. They say right now does not mean right now. Or if you're our friend Adrian, I'll be over there right now really means you'll see him in six to eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> or, or sometimes six to eight days. You never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I've never, I don't think that's a thing anywhere else. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm just, I'm used to it. It's not proper grammar, but I've just like, I've always lived here. So it's like. It's yeah, like, I'll be there right oh, yeah, now. yeah, it's like somebody like at the uh, at McDonald's, he's like, he hands me my change and then he's like, I'll bring you your food right now. I'm like, well, that's bring <laughs> means you're going to do it. And right now means right now. So I don't know. You know what else? You know what else I found out since since I moved? What else I found out was an El Paso ism that I didn't realize was. I think I, I know what you're going to say, but keep going. Was put gas. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, I'm going to go put gas. I'm going like, to go put gas. What the fuck gas. is that? And, and, and also like, how... Put, put gas where? And, and also how... Um, what, you don't put it in a jar? Um, uh, in a Coca-Cola <laughs> bottle? You don't put it somewhere. Um, everywhere... Put it up your ass, yo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so a bouncy house, right? What do we oh, call, yes, what do we yes, call yes, a bouncy yes. house in El yes. Paso? Mm, jumping balloon? Jumping balloon. No, a jumping balloon. Jump, who, jumping who balloon. Sorry, it's a jumping balloon in El Paso. In everywhere else, it's tweet us a if house. you say jumping balloon for a bounce house. You know, like something at a Nobody, kid's birthday party. Literally, if you look up jumping balloon, it it literally says it is an El Paso only thing. You're full of shit. I swear to God, I look it up on the internet. Look it up on your phone right now. I mean, I'm in El Paso, but everything is just <laughs> El Paso. Party rentals, El Paso. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about some real true crime. Um, what have we been watching? Oh, dude, have you seen the new Forensic Files? No. There's uh, new Forensic Files. Did you know that shit? No, I didn't know they were coming back out. Yeah, it. it's back. And you want to know what's nice? They don't say every five minutes through forensic science. With with medical science. With through technology. Through forensic science. So or who's, through the, who's the new host? Forensic what's technology. <laughs> you might not know his name, but he's a great character actor. Um have you been watching The Outsider on HBO? Yes. He plays the lawyer, Bill Camp. 
He's the bald guy. He's he's Maitland's lawyer. He's the mom's lawyer. Dude, the casting Do you know who on he is? that show is amazing. Oh yeah, everybody's I love I mean, yeah. I've read the I novel know, and that show is it, it's beyond like it's going way more. It's longer and more drawn out. You know out what's and, great is that you. they got every single cop from every single show that I've ever loved <laughs> recently. They got the cop from The Night of uh, they got the police officer from... Well, it's the same producer, too. It's the same team as Night of. Oh, is it? Yeah. Dude, it's so good. That's probably why it's so well done. And well, um, and Jason they, Bateman directed the first couple of episodes, and yeah. he's also... And they also got the one of the guys from uh, uh, what, the, the Unabomber show, the one that they, like, Oh, dramatized. yeah, that was good. Yeah, but he's, like, the dickhead cop, like, the dickhead FBI agent where he's, like, he thinks he knows everything. Shit, I don't remember. But man, it's just great casting. It's a great show. I love it. I've been watching it. I'm all caught up, and I'm. I, I love like just the mystery of it. Dude, Holly Gibney is so awesome, man. Dude, the fact that they just went like just complete sci fi with it, like they didn't pull any punches. It's just, it's just great. It's a great. Yeah, show. yeah. They just, it's like right there. It's just like, dude, this is a. We we don't know what this is. It's not human. Yeah. It's well, great. it's that character, that character, Holly Gibney, it, um, Stephen, she's in a bunch of Stephen King novels, um, yeah. but, but she's not quite this character from The Outsider. Like, in, in The Outsider, she has kind of some weird supernatural, like, ability, like, there's something that makes her a really good detective. It's something a little supernatural. So, did you know that, uh, you, you probably already did know this, but I, I was watching this, like, behind the scenes on one of the episodes and they were saying that Stephen King signed off on the show. And, but one of the things that he was like very adamant about was her character. He's like, she has to be named this and she has to be played this way. Yeah. Well, he, it's because he had some changes to her and he was all for them. And he actually wanted to change her name, the, the creator of the show. And he was like, you gotta, she's gotta be Holly. Cause he, he's so protective over her. So, the Holly Gibney, if you watch Mr. Mercedes, do you watch Mrs. Maisel? Marvelous no, Mrs. Maisel? The, the, the Marvelous one? The yeah. The one on Amazon? No. Jalzen watched it. I didn't watch it. Dude, it's fucking amazing. But anyway, so Mr. Mercedes, which is also another show, is like a trequel of Stephen King novels uh, about a detective, Bill Hodges, who comes out of retirement uh, because there's like a serial killer that always eluded him. The show is fucking awesome. But Holly Gibney is his weird... Um, is his assistant. She's um, what's obsessive compulsive and she's super smart, but she's, she's like kind of weird into herself. So on Mr. Mercedes, this other great actress plays Holly, but she doesn't have the supernatural thing. She's just, they, they go more of the OCD. She's more close to Stephen King's character. Borderline Asperger's. Yeah. But mm. she's kind of like that in this show too. She's just kind of more badass. But um, another cool thing is Stephen King loves this character. Like he has a new novel coming out called if it bleeds and it's a novella and it's a Holly Gibney story. Cause at the end of Mr. Mercedes, the main character dies and she kind of continues on the private investigation firm. So, so they couldn't talk about Bill Hodges in this. So that's why they kind of gave her a different backstory and, you know, and she's, and you see like, flashbacks of her like all like as a kid being experimented on and that's so yeah. it's different but it's super cool i like yeah. the different versions of that character it's i cool. dig it man i i'm digging the show i'm i'm 100 percent like just sucked in you know what else, uh, you know what other show i'm also watching is another hbo show is the mcmillions show oh i, I wanted to see <laughs> that dude it's actually uh 
it, it's really, really strong. It's at a the documentary, gate. right? Yeah. Yeah. It's really strong at the gate. The, 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 uh, man, I'm, I'm, and then it kind of starts to drag. Yeah. There's just some like, okay, you really didn't need to make this like this long of an, ep- like this long of a series. <laughs> like this, a mini series. This story really could have been told in maybe two episodes. Dan and I have been watching hunters on Amazon. Fuck. That's awesome. Have hunters. you heard of that one? Yeah. Uh-uh. It's uh, Al Pacino's in it. I wouldn't call him the star. Oh, I've and seen the, yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, I know. So it, yeah. 1977, yeah, Pacino, I'm like, okay. 1977, they're Nazi hunters. We've watched like pretty much half of it already. It's brutal and funny and heartbreaking. And <laughs> so like there's really good levity because there's flashbacks of all this awful stuff happening at Auschwitz. Did I say that right? Auschwitz. 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 Uh, you know, all the stuff, all that bad stuff happening. And it's kind of like over the top. Jesus. When it cuts to the 70s. They're, you know, they're like a ragtag group of Nazi hunters. And then it, it, it cuts to, it, it, and they have like little, you know, um, scenes of like, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it feels very Tarantino-y. Like, they'll be like gear, gearing up for to go out and kill some Nazis. And it'll turn into like a cool 1970s grindhouse ad. of And it'll, you know, they're all, they all have their cool movie posters. And it, it turns into like a kind of. The butcher. It's hard to explain, but it's there's levity yeah. in it. It's really fun. It's really violent. Um, yeah, I like it. It sounds good. You should also see the pharmacist on Netflix. Dan and I watched oh, that. Yeah, I I I saw the previews of it, and it's like basically this guy who is solving his own son's murder, right, or disappearance. Yeah, I mean that's like the first episode. I mean, there's only like five. Well, he solves his son's OD. Wasn't it? His no, son, no, like, no. His son gets fucking murdered. Oh, that's um, right. And yeah, he does solve it, but then it goes beyond that. And he it just and the most interesting thing about this guy is he would record his phone calls. Everything. And, that's crazy. And he would have like little tape recorders in his like because it's kind of about it's about um um people kids were coming in with these high fucking oxycotton prescriptions and it's true right it's really yeah, it's a true it's story. yeah all true yeah it's a documentary and Damn. he would ask them like how you know what was wrong with them and he would record all these conversations and then and then he would every time he would call these doctors to confirm the the prescriptions he would record everything and, and just like all these years later, it just it's compiled in this fucking awesome Netflix documentary. Oh, okay, yeah, like one it's of the recordings, cool. he he talks about how he's kind of annoying, but he's he's also a hero. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Well, like one of the recordings he plays, like it, he's talking about how this like mother came in with a prescription for her like nine year old child that was like what they call the trifecta, which was like oxycotton, something else, and something else. And like the dosage that they prescribed you, there's like, like soma, oxycotton, um, is and uh, I can't remember what the other one was, but like he was, yeah, soma was one of them. But like he was saying, just he was just like, just looking at the prescription, I, I could tell that one round of this medication would kill a nine year old. Yeah, yeah. And when like, he confront, when he called the doctor, she's like, yeah, I prescribed it. So what? And then hung up. No, no. The, what she said, she's like. She she's like yeah I prescribed that and then he was like well this will for sure and then he's like who the fuck she she said who the fuck made you a doctor oh yeah and that's what up. it was <laughs> who the fuck made you a doctor and, and then hung up dude it's oh it's so wild oh. and then when they finally interview the doctor you look at her and you're like fuck like she is permanently fried from like doing her own prescriptions whoa and she has no remorse oh it's so yeah sorry we're killing it but. <laughs> it's you got to watch it. She has no oh, remorse. Dude. She doesn't think she did anything wrong. It's crazy. 
Um, but anyways, yeah, it's wild. But are yeah, they dude, taking these people to like trial? Or are they like she? No, she, I don't know. Long story short, she really didn't go to jail for it. Really, it's they fucked just took up. her license away and like basically. Yeah, ruined her like in the documentary, life. she's like crying about how she worked so hard, you know, being a black woman and, and becoming a doctor, how hard that was for her. But, dude, you don't feel bad for this. Like, she probably caused so many people to OD on fucking pill, the pill form of heroin. Oh, no, like, the, the, the pharmacist had actually like had a count of like people that OD'd that were. Was it from patients. the same? They were all from the same they, doctor. They were all from the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, they call it a pill mill. So. People in the middle of the night would wait outside in lines and they'd pay a flat fee and she would just – they just hand them a prescription. She didn't even talk to them. She would like write them out like in stacks and just like, okay, here, here. And they were all for like insane amounts of oxy. And she was just making money on the side like just writing prescriptions? Yeah. Yeah. And that was a thing that was happening a lot. Like that wasn't – they focus on one in this. But there, it was like a thing that was happening everywhere. Like these people would just have – they had their degree or whatever. You know, whoa. like they were doctors and they were just like, whoa, I can yeah. make like ridiculous amounts of one money. Of, one of the DEA – It's fucked up. DEA <laughs> agents uh, that they interviewed was talking about that when they actually searched her office. She, he was like, she wasn't even there. And you walk into her office and right on her desk was a box of like pre-signed yeah. prescriptions. Like all He's like all they had to do was put the date – and the name of the patient, and it was ready to go. It had the amount filled out, the signature, and he was like, it was stacks and stacks of it. Um, also, dude, so have you been watching these podcasters come to television? No, Fucking uh, the, like the McElroy oh, brothers? The Payne Lindsay? Yeah, Payne Lindsay. Yeah, yeah, I heard about Dan that. Dan doesn't like watch Payne Lindsay. I don't like that. Dan, Dan doesn't well, like the pain. I, I have a problem with him only because he like claims to have solved that first murder, and it's like, no. The Atlanta child it, murder. Yeah, it is cadence. Well, like the the well the documentary or whatever <laughs> show like we're him. watching now, like his his approach to journalism is just fucking awful. Yeah. Well, anyways, I think Payne Lindsay's an adorable little twink true crime hipster. Don't like him. Um, but the Paul Hole show is really good. Uh, Ooh, I like Paul. D- DNA of a murder, I think, is what it's called. He's legit. You know, he's like seasoned investigator, helped solve the Golden State Killer, but he's really good. I like Paul Holes. It's cool that these guys are coming to television. And you know isn't Bob else? Ruff coming to TV? Yeah, isn't he, he is. Doing He's got show? one coming up. Our old buddy. That's cool. Uh, you know who else loves Paul Holes? The ladies. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I, they're always talking about him on My Favorite Murder. And apparently yeah. they know him. He has a podcast, too. I haven't listened to his podcast. But Paul Holes is cool. Yeah, he's like a... Uh, he's like a 50-year-old. He's like a silver fox, right? I mean, he's just solving crimes. Looking good while doing it. He's not married? <laughs> I don't know. He might be. Damn, I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's cool. I like Paul Holes. Uh, but dude, Forensic Files too. Bill Kemp. So he's the lawyer in The Outsider. He's the uh, you know, the bald guy who helps the, the, the wife, you know, who they immediately call. Yeah, yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy from. He's the narrator. Uh, the Night Of. Isn't oh, he? he. Okay. Yeah. It's been so long since I've seen The Night Of. Yeah, it's it's a good. Oh, he plays the cop in the night of though, but he's Yeah, 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 the one but, that but solves he's the, the case. But he's the lawyer in this. Yeah, yep. he he he's the narrator of Forensic Files, but he does he like he talks like a narrator. You know, he does yeah. he kind of does the thing that the old guy did. But that guy died in the original guy died in 2016. He was pretty old. I mean, he was like in his uh, late 80s. Um, but yeah, dude, they brought Forensic Files back and it's 
the same, uh, except for with some HD reenactments and yeah. What, what was it? What was the the guy's name? Peter Peter Thomas, the original guy. Yeah, and, Bill, and what's Bill, the new guy's name? Bill Camp. Bill Camp. And it'll take you a second. I mean, to when you watch it, you'll be like, oh, okay, it's a little weird, but. Um, you know, just because you're so used to the old guy and Fritz the Foster. old guy. But he's, it's great. It's cool that they're making it. And they beat Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. To new episodes. I know. I guess they're taking extra care. That's going to be on Netflix, right? Unsolved Mysteries is going to be on Netflix. Yeah, ten, uh, all we know, ten episodes, each focusing on one case, probably our episodes. We know they filmed the reenactments, but no host, no update on when it's coming out. We don't even know if they're, maybe they won't even have a host. I hope they do. I hope they do too. Yeah, it would kind of be weird. They have to have a host walking. And hopefully, where's the trench coat? I don't know. Would that work now? I don't know. Every time in that uh, Payne Lindsay show, when he when he talks to the camera, I feel like he's like doesn't like doing it. Like it feels so because because he narrates the show and then he'll just be like, so we went over here and then and I'm, <laughs> yeah. So I, I thought, I why would he it. say that? Why would he say that? And I'm just like, he doesn't know what to do with his hands. Like, ah, oh, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but but Paul Holes, you know, it's from it's from a little bit farther away, and he's sitting on a chair, and, and he and he's just he's just cool. <laughs> yeah, Paul's Paul's a real smooth smooth yeah. operator. Uh, <laughs> anyways, well, thanks for us. Uh, thanks for listening to us bullshit about bullshit. Uh, see you next episode. Bye. <laughs>